All right. Everybody should know us by now. This is Walk a Mile in My Shoes. My name is Lona Curie, and I am with Eric McCoy. That's right. I'm Eric McCoy, and I'm high well clean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I said that backwards. <laughs> I'll be so, Eric McCoy today. <laughs> Lona, I have to tell you right, that I recently had a, I had a revelation from God. Uh-oh. And I decided for my salvation to spread the word of God that was passed on to me. Uh-oh. I saw a light, right? Uh-oh. The warmth filled Uh-oh. my soul and a voice <laughs> spoke to me. And it said, Eric, this is what it said. Why do you sin? Uh-oh. And I said, voice, what are you talking about? And it then told me, love is the answer. Oh. And I asked voice and I said, what is love? Uh-oh. And the voice said, love is when you reach inside and you touch others in a way that makes them warm. <laughs> they feel a chill run down their spine and a pleasure that radiates from within. And I said, you know what? Damn, voice. I'm not sure if that's appropriate. So I don't know, we'll come back to that. You believe that's me? That's a great voice. That's a great voice. <laughs> it sounds good, man. All right. <laughs> So most people would say that I have some serious mental illness, major issues, they right? But they would. But I want to ask the question: Why would I be told that when we have stories like this that have gone back thousands of years, in which groups of people believe these prophets, and even more interesting, those that claim to be God themselves? Ooh. Okay. So I had to cut voice off because I realized that the voice angel wasn't a voice from god but instead my own head oh. thinking about ungodly things oh <laughs> Dang. trying to trying to give it an okay that yeah, sounds yeah. good <laughs> and you know okay and the christian bible right is full of stories of people that we would lock in a mental hospital today yes right? yes it is like if we removed all the stories in the old testament saul okay who became paul is a perfect example Mm-hmm. saw the light Very he true. went blind <laughs> yes <Right? laughs> went from being a serial killer of christians that's right being very outspoken as a that's right advocate of jesus that's right so for fun right Uh-oh. i have decided to walk in the shoes of different religions oh. and denominations mm. to see what seems to fit oh. and so i had to research them and again, as much information about their beliefs, I don't sound like an idiot. <laughs> and I started with Jehovah's Witnesses, right? Oh. And, you know, the modern day, I'll give you a little history real quick. Modern day organization of the Jehovah's Witness began at the end of the 19th century. Okay. And at Ooh. that time, there was a small group of Bible students, and they lived near uh, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Right. Okay. And they began a very systematic analysis of the Bible. Mm. And so they compared the doctrines that are taught by the churches with what the mm-hmm. Bible really teaches, according oh. to them. Okay. And they began publishing what they learned in the books, magazines, and journal that is now called the Watchtower. Yeah. Announcing Jehovah's kingdom. Yeah. Yeah. Now, among that group was a Bible student. His name was Charles Russell. Hmm. 
And now Russell took the lead in this Bible education work at that time and was the first editor of the Watchtower. Now, the goal of Russell and the other Bible thumping students, <laughs> as the group was then no, actually, okay, they weren't known as that, was to <laughs> promote the teachings of Jesus Christ and to follow the practices of the first century Christian congregation. Hmm. Now, since Jesus is the founder of Christianity, mm-hmm. they view him as the founder of their organization. Okay. So you see, I have to make it to me to see if it works. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so I decided to be a witness. Okay. And go door to door. Uh oh. And now, of course, as we always record things, I, I brought yeah. a recording. And so okay. I want to show you guys my first Jehovah's Witness meeting. Uh oh. And you're going to love who I had it with. Okay. Okay, I recently learned that so much of what I was taught about God apparently was wrong. Now, don't get me wrong. You know, I was told that once I go out and I become a witness, the truth is going to set me free. So here I am, and I'm going to give witness to this loving, and I've heard about this family. They're very loving. They're very caring And they live at 704 Hauser Street, and they live in Queens, New York, which is where I'm at. Now, as a witness, I think I put my all into this. You know, trying to remember all of the different stories by all of the different churches is tough. But we believe as witnesses, we believe in one God, but not the Trinity that everybody talks about. You know, like other Christians, we believe that Jesus Christ died for our sins, but we do not believe that he was physically resurrected after his crucifixion. We believe that he was spiritually resurrected. All right, let's do this. Hello, ma'am. You know, have you ever wondered why the sky was blue, what the stars were made of, who taught the birds to sing. Now, very likely you are interested in getting answers to life's big questions. And no doubt you sometimes wonder, what is the purpose of life? Is this life there all is? What is God really like? And of course, there will be things that you do not understand at first. That's okay. You know, it can be a little humbling to ask for help, but don't hold back. And don't hold back because of embarrassment. You know, Jesus said that it is is good to be humble, just like being a child again. Oh, my. At my age? Hold it, hold it, hold it, Edith, there. Uh, uh, Let me handle this, huh? Just let me do the talking here. Excuse me, get lost. I I can understand why that would upset you. However, it seems that what you have heard about us may not be accurate. Do you mind if I come in and I can explain to you? Now, we worship 
the one true and almighty God, the creator, whose name is Jehovah. You know, he's the God of Abraham. He is the God of Moses. And he's the God of Jesus. He wasn't no real God. Them old Bible heaps just called him Jehovah because that was their way for the boss. I can see that you lack a certain knowledge, you know. It wasn't the Hebes. I, I mean, I'm assuming you're speaking of Jews that created Jehovah's Witnesses because we believe in Jesus as the Son of God, and the Jews don't believe that. Now, I think you need knowledge on things. And let me ask you a question real quick and test you here a little, see what you know. How many days did it take to create the earth? God made the world in seven days. Six days, Archie. Seven days. No, on the seventh day he rested. Well, maybe half a day he did, but the other half he went around checking on what he'd done. So the Bible does frequently use the term day to designate various periods of times. You know, in some cases, these periods are of an unspecified length. They don't really say, you know, in the account of creation found in the Bible and the book of Genesis is an example of this, you know, in the Bible account, each of the six creative days could have lasted for thousands of years. So I have a question again. If you were to say the most important thing that matters the most to you, what would it be? Our world is coming crumbling down. The coons are coming. I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and skip that one. Uh, but let's move on. All right, we'll move on to something else here. How about the creation of man? How did that work? We didn't crawl out from under no rocks. We didn't have no tails. Those two may have come from monkeys and bamboos, but not me. The Lord God created me in his image. Just saying he made us like him. Like, for instance, with four fingers and a thumb on each hand. He saw that one hand wasn't going to be enough, so he gave us two of them. And then he put the hands uh, here on, on, on the end of the arms, because he knew that that's where they'd be uh, handy. That's correct. Good call on that. Well, I want to say I've enjoyed this time with you, and I'll stop by again sometime. What the fuck? Uh, JWs are crazy. I don't really know how to answer these questions. I mean, they've changed and predicted so many different stories so many different times over the years. I don't even know if they know how to answer these questions because they've changed them so much. So I think I'm going to kind of cut this one out. I'll try to check out another one. <laughs> so, you know, I, I don't know. I wasn't Jehovah's uh, Witnesses, you know. I don't know if he was very receptive of your message there. So. <laughs> so I then decided to check uh -oh. out Mormons. All right. Uh -oh. Joseph Smith, of course, who was the founder mm. of the Mormon church, which we yeah. know. And what they believe, because in my research, right, just as I have started through becoming a Scientologist for research, <laughs> right. 
I'm looking into Mormonism. I don't even know if that's a word. <laughs> hey, speaking of that real quick, okay, <clears throat> going back to Scientology, L. Ron Hubbard, okay? So he didn't, you know, he didn't claim that a supreme lord, being, et cetera, appeared before him, right? All right, right. So where did his brilliance come from? <laughs> His ass, it could be said, but, you know. <laughs> I mean, we know that, again, he was best known for his fantasy and his science fiction yes, stories. Yes, he was. Um, yes, he was. Hubbard wrote, you know, a wide variety of genres, including, you know, adventure, fiction, aviation, travel, mysteries, uh, westerns. <laughs> he even wrote romance, right? I don't even want to think about it. All right, this is okay. uh, this is what I did. I researched this a little bit as I was kind of doing this. I don't know how I decided to get back into that, but <laughs> Scientology kind of interests me. <laughs> so in Very April, of, check this out, right? In April of 1938, okay, Hubbard underwent a dental procedure and reacted to the drug, right, used in the procedure. Now, according oh. to his story, this triggered a near-death experience. Wow. So allegedly, right? Allegedly, inspired allegedly. by this experience, Hubbard composed a manuscript, which was never published, supposedly, with titles of uh, they called the, the One Command or the Excalibur. And Hubbard would later actually cite the Excalibur as an early version of Dianetics. Okay. Now he believed that Excalibur was going to revolutionize everything. And that it was somewhat more important and would have a greater impact on people than the Bible. Really? Yeah. And so this guy, Forrest Ackerman, who was a literary agent, he said, check this out, right? He said that Hubbard told him, whoever read this either went insane or committed suicide. (laughs) And he said that the last time that he had shown it to a publisher in New York, right? This guy, he walked into the office to find out what the reaction was, and the publisher called the reader, so the guy who had read it. The reader came in with the manuscript, threw it on the table, and threw him out, threw himself out the skyscraper window. What? Yeah. What? <laughs> right. Holy shit. Yeah. And so in 1948, Hubbard would tell a convention of science fiction fans that the Excalibur's inspiration came during that operation in which he died for eight minutes. What he said. What kind of drugs were that? Yeah. Never had a dental procedure that good. Man. Uh, and so Hubbard realized that while he was dead, right? He received a tremendous inspiration, a great message, which he must pass on or impart to other people, right? (laughs) And so he sat his typewriter. This is what the the thing I could get. He sat at his typewriter for six days and nights, (laughs) and nothing came out. (laughs) No. (laughs) And then, and then... Excalibur emerged. Oh. And the manuscript later became part of Scientology mythology. And could it have been that he, he 
was sleep deprived from sitting there for six days and then it emerged out of pure insanity. <laughs> yeah, seriously. He sat there for six days. Yeah, I don't even, yeah, I don't know if he slept. I had a tweaker. So. Had to be something. <laughs> Because we could write manuscripts like that after six days of being oh, totally. up straight. <laughs> Absolutely. <clears throat> All right. Could have so, been us, man. So Joseph Smith, who founded Mormonism, is that a word? I don't know. It sounds good to me. Yeah, I mean, we're gonna use, we're gonna. I like Mormonism. That, get that in the dictionary if it's not. Yes. Is so Mormonism. He it was a prophet, according to the Mormoners. <laughs> and Joseph Smith, right? He was born in Vermont on December 23rd, 1805. And when he was 14 years old, he said he received a vision oh, from God and Jesus that told him not to join any Christian denominational churches. And three years later, right? Smith claimed that an angel named Morani appeared to him. Morani <laughs> revealed that Smith <laughs> had been selected to translate the Book of Mormon. And so a sacred text that was written around the fourth century and named after Morani's father, Mormon. Right? And it was Morani or Moroni. So according to Moroni or Marani, <laughs> this spiritual book right, contained information about the ancient people who inhabited the Americas. Right? And so he revealed that the book was inscribed on golden plates in New York, which was close to where Smith lived at that time. Yeah. Now, Although the plates were first revealed to him, right, in eight, in, uh, I mean, it was September 23rd, 1823, Smith said he was not allowed to retrieve them until a future date. Now, the Book of Mormon was translated and published in 1830, and they had eyewitnesses to the process said that Smith translated the plates. Now, not by looking directly at them, but by looking through a transparent seer stone in the bottom of his hat. <laughs> <laughs> and seriously, like literally seriously, uh, I'm not joking. <laughs> okay. Now, seer stones. All right, I don't know if you ever researched a seer stone. Of course, I did as you know, reach all this stuff. They're all over the writings in Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, right? They're a, they, and they are translucent stones that functioned to translate ancient records by the gift and power of God and to bring things to light. Right. And so in the now in the in the Book of Mormon Central, this is a website. Okay. Okay. They are, according to their vision, to build enduring faith in Jesus Christ by making the Book of Mormon accessible, comprehensible, and defensible. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of bulls. 
<laughs> that's a bull. <laughs> to the entire world, right? Accessible, comprehensible, and defensible. Now, on that site, okay, it says seership. Seership is greater than profithood. No idea what the fuck that means. Because a seer unlocks what happened in the past, right? Including mysteries, secrets, obscured teachings, lost scriptures, and hidden knowledge, right? Smith eventually obtained testimonies from 11 men who said they had seen the plates known as the Book of Mormon Witnesses. So these are the witnesses. Okay. Now, after the translation was complete, Smith said that he returned the plates to Moroni, Moroni, the angel, <laughs> so they could never be examined. How <laughs> <laughs> <Of course. laughs> do we want to do that? I mean, I'd love for you guys to see it, but I, Moroni took it, Moroni. He took it. And he won't yeah. let me do it. He won't let me show it to you. Yeah. It was, it was a Mormon's son. So Smith also said that John the Baptist appeared to him while he was translating the Book of Mormon and inter- instructed him to restore the church by preaching the true gospel. Not oh. all this other stuff that people are preaching. Right, right. True so what was Joseph told, right? And the question, of course, comes up, was he insane? Was he a liar? Or was he telling the truth? Mm. Now, well. this, is, this to me was interesting. Mormons <laughs> believe that Adam and Eve lived in Davies County, Missouri, after being kicked out of the garden. <laughs> yeah. So they're not too far. Right? This is, and this is true. So this local <laughs> directly from the Church of Jesus Christ Latter Day Saints website, and I'm going to pull this up real quick. So this is the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter Day Saints. I just wanted to pull this up so you can see that this is, you know, their website. Um, now, when you go to this, which is a little bit further down um, on on the that document, right? In accord with the revelations given to the prophet Joseph Smith, uh, we teach that the Garden of Eden was on the American continent located where the city of Zion, or the New Jerusalem, will be built. When Adam and Eve were driven out of the garden, they eventually dwelt dwelt at a place called Adam on the Aham. And Adam on the on the on the situated in what is now Davies County, Missouri. So it says we are committed to the fact that Adam dwelt on the American continent. Pretty freaking awesome, ain't it? Absolutely. Who knew? That's New Jerusalem right there. That's it. In Davies County, Missouri. I'll be. Yeah. Uh, well, can anybody can just anybody go there? Well, or do you so, have to be so the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter day Saints has purchased <laughs> an, an enormous amount of the property there? Now, I don't know oh, okay. how much of it is theirs, uh, you know, if other people are able to live on it, 
uh, sacred ground. I'm assuming. I mean, Adam and Eve. You know, yeah, that's they, they were the yeah. they were all of our parents. You know, absolutely. They started it all, and <laughs> all goes back to Davies County. Who knew? I know, crazy. Who knew? I'm thinking Jerusalem. Yeah. Bethlehem, something over in that area. Yeah. yeah. I had no idea. We were yeah. talking about Davies Can yeah. Ca- County, Missouri. Yep. That's close. Yep. So the Mormon religion, they believe the Father, Son, Holy Ghost are three separate entities. They don't believe okay. in the Trinity, right? Mormons okay. follow a very strict <laughs> healthy lifestyle. Yes. It does not allow them to consume alcohol, mm-hmm. tobacco, mm-hmm. coffee, or tea. Now, what was funny about it was I did a little more further research. It's actually not caffeine that they can't drink. It's huh. a hot beverage. They're not really? even allowed to drink hot water. It, 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 they can't drink a hot beverage. Well, what yeah. happened before ice? Wasn't everything hot? Now, Mormons also practice clothing rituals that include wearing special undergarments that have religious significance. Really? Now, here I want to show you an image of an undergarment. This, okay, is actually what is known as the temple garment. And this attire is worn by adult members who make sacred promises to God. That's their undergarments that they wear. Seriously. (laughs) I'm not wearing that shit. I tried to do this. I mean, I tried. I thought that was you. I thought that was you. I tried tried to do, I tried to do the Mormon thing, but I was like, oh, there's an undergarment thing. I know it's crazy. So, okay. So I want to share to the world glory of his message. So I've been practicing uh-oh. Despite having the door slammed in my face more times than not. <laughs> and I'm going to say, I feel sorry for those people because according to Alma 1211, it says, and they that will harden their hearts to them as given the lesser portion of the world until they know nothing concerning its mysteries. And then they are taken captive by the devil and led by his will down to destruction. Now, this is what is meant by the chains of hell. Oh my gosh. Oh my <laughs> gosh. And then Mosiah 238. Therefore, if that man repenteth not, not and, <laughs> and dieth an enemy to God, the demands of divine justice do awaken his immortal soul to a lively sense of his own guilt, which doth cause him to shrink from the presence of the Lord and doth fill his breast with guilt and pain and anguish, which is like an unquenchable fire whose flame ascendeth up forever and ever. Oh, my gosh. That's enough to make me obey. I will just obey. (laughs) And it saddens me that these people, you know, don't embrace this. They need to embrace. Embrace. What is going to be coming? Fire and brimstone. You better believe it. Oh, well, I'm going to stay in line from here on out. Good I call. No part of that. Yeah, good call. No now, I finally got that. an opportunity to meet with someone. Oh, who, good. Who allowed me in. And I taped oh, this one also. Oh, um, good. I got on my bike and Let's I rode go. 
again, there's no rubber um, <laughs> on my bike. So I, uh, I'm going to show you this, this uh, meeting that I had. Okay. All right. This is exciting. My very first day as a Mormon, I feel good. All right. I'm making this video so that I can get feedback from my other Mormoners. This way they can help me with my sales pitch. Sales pitch? I'm not really sure if that's the right words, but I'm here to share the gospel of Jesus Christ. Now, I want to share something before I start. Now, I learned this in life, and it's called manipulation. Right? The greatest way to manipulate people is to find something they relate to, maybe an agenda, or that one thing that their arrogance can't let go of. Kind of like politics, right? You make people believe that I am their savior. And once I become their savior, I can shoot someone on Fifth Avenue and I wouldn't lose a single supporter. So I researched this guy. Check us out. Well, I hope that's a Jehovah Witness wanting to discuss hours of philosophical observation. Uh, hold on, sir. Before you beat me to a pulp, um, I'm not a crazy Jehovah Witness, but instead, I'm here. Wait a minute. You played high school football. You're kind of a legend, aren't you? I presume you're referring to my four touchdowns in one game. Mind if I come in? As a missionary, my purpose is to invite you to come into Christ. And unto Christ, I and other missionaries like me, we do this by teaching about Christ and his atonement. And we want to teach you about God's plan for us, how we can return to him and become more like Christ. We want to help you identify, make, and keep the commitments that will lead you to Christ. So, so Al. All right. Okay. So I want to begin by asking you, I don't know, maybe if, uh, if you care about joining our Mormon group. I care by Al Bundy. When hooters jiggle around and I find nickels on the ground, I care. When a Mustang engine purrs and the bathroom is not hers, I care. When the pitcher's on the mound and the wife is underground, I care. But when I've been playing this for days, I will kill anyone who stays, I swear! Now I'm here to bring a sweet spirit of joy and love to you and your family as you prayerfully listen to me. You're a child of God. He loves you. And he knows you personally. You know, God loves you and is there to lift you up. You're on this earth to become better, to come to know God, and to be happy with God's plan. You have a purpose. You know, the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints is founded on the teachings of Jesus Christ. And the virtues of peace, of love, and forgiveness are at the center of church doctrine and practice. Now, although we, the saints, have been persecuted for a long time, I don't understand all the violence. Where does so much hatred and violence come from? 
We know where real violence comes from, and it's not from that magic box I like to call TV. Tube can be blamed for a lot of things. Brent Musburger, Full House, any show where overweight female cops dress up as hookers. We've all been brought up on Roadrunner cartoons and the Three Stooges. But how many of us have run a saw across the bald guy's head? How many of us have drawn a tunnel on the side of a mountain only to watch our loved ones smash themselves into it? You know why? Because we had parents, ladies and gentlemen. Parents who said, don't do what TV tells you to do. Do what we tell you to do, or it's five across the eyes. Now, I'm going to tell you that the Mormon religion was very interesting to me. And I mean, shit, the, the founder, right, Joseph Smith, was a polygamist, married 30 plus women, including the wives of other men in the church while they were on missions abroad. Women galore, right? Now, I thought that, damn, this is every man's fantasy. But I actually realized that, no, that's actually does not sound appealing. <laughs> and, well, it's also illegal, but, you know, that isn't really the way to live. Now I want to ask you, do you have a fantasy? It was every man's fantasy to be kept by a woman whose skirt is as short as the lifespan of the man that she chooses. But I said no. Why? Well, because I realized that everything I've been doing up to now, the bathing, the brushing, the changing of the socks, the <laughs> being nice to people, the trying to succeed, it's all for nothing. All those things are designed to attract. Why should I be attractive? I'm married with children. I get it. Married with children. You know, we believe that Marriage is part of the plan of salvation. It's essential for exaltation. And we believe that unmarried people cannot reach the highest level of the celestial kingdom after their death. God has ordered you to have children. And this is so that spirits can spend a time of learning and testing on earth and physical bodies. You know, God's purpose for marriage is for a couple to have children and to teach them so they are equipped to live the rest of their lives on earth and then return to live with their heavenly father and Jesus Christ. Now, I had a vision and God spoke to me, Al, your family is going to multiply. He told me that you're going to have three more children. <laughs> And our church has rules that I need you to listen to. First, no smoking. Second, no gambling, no swearing, and no gay sex. Do not drink coffee, tea, or any hot beverage. I don't know why, but don't drink those. And ow, ow. Al, no lusting after women. Now, you need to do two things. Believe that you have received grace because of Jesus' death and his atonement. And we also believe in a further type of individual salvation called exaltation, through which human being, beings grow to become gods.
So an individual achieves this type of salvation through their actions. Go out and share. You know, I do a show with uh, Lona Curry called Walk a Mile in My Shoes. And I, ha- and I have to mention, and not sure if he's going to end up being saved because he is a transgender. But if you know, well, if you do, you know, any counselors who could fix his problem would be great. And if you do, let me know. But walk a mile in my shoes. You know, I'm trying to walk a mile in God's shoes. God chose me to make the perfect shoes. God's shoes. Kids, bring me pen and paper at once. Thou shalt have shoes with toes stitched in. Thou shalt have socks attacheth to yon shoes. And thou shalt have a lot of other stuff that will come forthwith. Hey, I want to thank you, Al, for listening, and good luck with God's shoes. Wow, that was cool. You know, I think I did good works. I think I am becoming exalted. Ah, fuck this shit. I'm supposed to believe in the word of a guy who had a shitload of wives? It's fucking crazy. Wish you well, and good tidings. (laughs) (laughs) Is my shirt? Oh yeah, baby I couldn't do it You gave it a good try (laughs) (laughs) You gave it a great try (laughs) You know, I did I yeah, that, like that's the whole thing with the Mormons. Like, seriously, the guy had so many. Like, that's the guy you're believing. Right. And why does everybody else have to wear the undergarments, but he gets to screw everybody in the camp? Yeah. Nobody ask any questions. Oh, it's crazy. So it's this wild. is now. I also want to let you know now. Jesus is alive and well, and he currently lives in Australia. Okay. Um, he has a church called oh, the right. divine truth Uh-oh. now his earthly name is alan john miller <laughs> but his honest. friends just and his friends just call him aj so you know aj for oh, sure. okay. now he's married to mary luck oh and he first came to earth about two thousand years ago yep. um you know his Pretty name was then. yeshua ben yosef or known mm-hmm. as jesus of nazareth his <laughs> wife's name was Mary of Magdala or the woman in the Bible known as Mary Magdalena. Mm-hmm. They were both married from, from that biblical time. So Jesus mm-hmm. married her. And the first person that he appeared to after his crucifixion was Mary Magdalena. Mm-hmm. And all of this is from Jesus' website, divinetruth.com. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And so I want to show you now. Here is AJ Good. or Alan or Yeshua or Jesus. Jesus. Whatever, we, <laughs> whatever, we call, whatever we call him, you know. Actually, I've had a 2000 year life and, and my name is Jesus as well. So I, I was born Jesus of Nazareth in the first century. The Roman soldiers weren't certain as to whether I died or not yet, and so they actually speared the side of my body 
uh, up into the heart. I'm Jesus, but most people call me AJ or Alan John Miller. I'm claiming to be Jesus, that's true. Um. <laughs> yes, when I was 33 years of age, uh, most people felt that I had Parkinson's disease. And the reason why is because I had so much fear inside of me that I would just shake like this constantly. My whole body would shake like this constantly. And as a result of that, almost anybody who met me would first ask me, are you all right? What's wrong with you? <laughs> so they hung me like that and crossed at the risks risk because if they hang me through the hands then my hands would tear apart and not bear the weight but the weight could be borne much better by hanging a person through the wrists and nailing the feet crossed over like so and then they stood me up um, now at that time there's all this pressure and because you're hanging like this there's a lot more pressure than like this hanging there's no way to support yourself so much like this so I tore apart quite rapidly but as soon as I died I could see everything because that I knew that would happen and um, so I knew that as soon as my physical body died I could watch the proceedings so I watched them spear me break my legs I watched and it was just my body then you know it's not it's not me anymore and um, I had foretold to the disciples that um, who were present that uh, I would return uh, to them so after my death and I told them that I would return to them around three days or th after my death there yeah so what do you think is he insane? is he lying or is he telling the truth <laughs> I think he is somewhat telling his truth I think he believes it <laughs> no it was like this not like that right now it doesn't, I don't know, does it say in the Bible specifically? Well, as we study, as we've gone back to study crucifixion in those days, which was a common punishment, yes, we have found that they would not have speared through the hands for that reason because Correct. it would have fallen apart. So there would have. So I've seen different aspects of the hands. But what puzzles me about AJ a.k.a. Jesus, Jesus. Um, yeah, Yeshua. Yeshua has no <laughs> insider divine information. I mean, everything he's saying is what we've already read. So true. how in the world am I supposed to end up and the jean shorts? I just and flip flops. <laughs> he wasn't dressed like I would picture Jesus, right. you know? Now, he was right. white. That's our normal image. Well, exactly. And you know? did he have blue eyes? Uh, I, you know, he did the beard know. scruff. I'm not yeah. sure, <clears throat> but he's definitely a white Jesus. Huh. You know, that's what all the pictures have. Yeah. Uh, that's what they say. Yeah. So, apparently, Jesus has returned. Now, he was formerly a sailor called oh. Wayne Bent. Oh, God, there's many. <laughs> and then changed his name to Michael Trevesser. Oh. Now, he started the Lord Our Righteousness Church. Sometimes it was called um, Strong City. Oh. Um, and is a religious community near Clayton, Union County, New Mexico. Okay. okay. Now, I want to show you this video real quick. This is of Wayne Bent or Michael Trevesser, or the Messiah. 
and I sat down in my chair just relaxing and there was nothing on my mind in particular. And then God said to me, you are Messiah. Certainly by no instruction from me, two witnesses, these two, uh, left their homes, left their families, and, and it wasn't at my instruction or behest. It just occurred. God came down on Michael and forced him to consummate with Christiana. I mean, it was a terrible, strange act of God. I was astonished, and so was Michael. Um, I stood up like this, and um, and suddenly I was forced down on the floor, and I had to get down. I was down just about like this. And I was in pain, and all I could do was groan. All I could do was kind of rock. And I, I started seeing that the consummation with Christiana was imminent, and I was going to be, um, I was going to have to do that. I was just laying awake, and I was thinking about um, coming over here. And I said to Father, I said, when I go over there, if Michael invites me in, I will ask for the confirmation tonight. So you, you confirmated more than once? Yes. Yes. <laughs> God appeared before me and said, have sex. Now, okay, this is the weirder part of it all. All right. It gets weirder. So the guy in the video, not Michael, the other guy, is his son. I was going to say, is that the same guy? Christiana is his son's wife. Oh. So he slept with his son's wife. <laughs> because God told him. He didn't want to do it. Of course not. You know. Who would want to do that? That you know, nobody wants to have sex. Yeah, you know, he probably said, "Lord, please, why did you don't. ask me to do such a thing? This is terrible. Don't do it." <laughs> so Wayne Bentz or Michael Traveser was or, sentenced in 2008 to 10 years in prison for criminal sexual conduct with a minor <laughs> oh, and contributing to the delinquency of a minor. Oh, gosh, no. There were no yeah. drugs involved, yeah. surely. Well, he, so he was found guilty of molesting a 16-year-old girl, but claimed during trial that it was a spiritual healing ritual. Oh, to her vagina? <laughs> yeah, very spiritual. Pro nice. Prosecutors said he was caught lying naked in bed with the teen and her younger sister on separate oh. occasions. Well. Oh. And now both girls, though, insisted nothing happened sexually between them and this Messiah. Now, he claimed, right, just like Jesus, they condemned an innocent man, and it was Sounds God's like plan. Sounds like it. So yeah. at this very moment, we've got the 
is this is the Mormon uh, the guy, the Latter Day Saints guy who molested all the children? He's he's locked up. <laughs> I mean, seems to me that everyone. Oh, which one? Which one? Who's um? What's his name? Um, the guy from Utah, Warren Jeffs. Oh, he um just abused all the children. Like they're all yep. fucked up. Yep. <laughs> they're all abused. Yep, and. Let's see. Now we got this guy. So everyone who claims to be Jesus just gets to have sex with everybody. Okay. Hey, we're going to quick take a quick uh, side note here as I was editing, editing this thing. Um, and we were talking about uh, Warren Jeffs guilty of child rape. And so a jury had found, and he was a polygamist, religious leader, guilty again of child rape. And he was found guilty of one count each of aggravated sexual assault, uh, first degree felony and sexual assault and second degree felony. Now, apparently, and this is interesting, too, is that prosecutors had told the district court judge that 24 of Jeff's 78 marriages were with girls under the age of 17 and saying that that is actually what they were trying to do is to give him the maximum sentence of life in prison. And so Jeff's more Jeff's is serving a prison sentence of life plus 20 years in Texas. Well, in this guy's line, apparently now Uh, the other guy didn't claim any of that. Oh, well, well, I wonder, you know, you have to wonder. Maybe that you, side of the yeah. story hadn't come I mean, out yet. The Messiah. I mean, that you seems know, to be the gift. Everybody's going to want to bang the you, Messiah. Now I know, right? Get a piece. Everybody <laughs> wants right. a little. Now, I don't believe any of those people are Jesus. Absolutely not. I may have found him. Uh oh. All right. And Archie would probably agree with me on this. Oh, good. Okay. Check this guy out. And this might be the one. See what I'm saying? That was him. That's got to be him. Looks like some of our pictures. Like a lot of the pictures. You're right. You're right. No (laughs) jean shorts. I mean, he got the garb right. He did. He definitely did. So this guy (laughs) is Sergey, Lord, um, Anatolovich Torop. And he's in Russia. Yeah, definitely Russia. <laughs> he founded the Church of the Last Testament, also known as the Community of United Faith. He has 10,000 followers around the world in September of 2020. What? Now, okay. So in 2020, all right, Vissarion and two of his close students or whatever were arrested and they were taken away by helicopters during an operation by Russia's investigative committee. So the Russian authorities accused this group of creating a religious group whose activities may impose violence on citizens. Now, 
so for more than a year, this Vasarian guy and two others are still in prison. There's no criminal indictment and no trial has been scheduled. So they're just sitting there. Just there. Now, I want to say, remember, Jesus is here for the sinners, not the righteous. What better place than in prison? That's the truth. That's where they go. That's where they are. (laughs) It's freaking amazing. It is something all right. (laughs) So now, obviously, you can get into, you know, conversations about money. Oh, yeah. That some of these people may rake in from people. And a lot of them, the poor who are looking for a miracle. Yep. You know, the 10%, (laughs) right? Yep. (laughs) So I want to show you another guy. Okay. This is is Jose Luis Luis de (laughs) Jesus Miranda. (laughs) (laughs) And he claimed to be both the returned phase of Jesus Christ. And the Antichrist. Oh my gosh, all at once in one package. You, your supporters, um, are known for people who tattoo 666 on their body. And I understand you have a 666 tattooed on yours. Yes. Why I is do. that? Well, the, the first person that was called Antichrist was the Apostle Paul. Because in his times, he taught people not to put the eyes on Jesus of Nazareth. Because Jesus of Nazareth, he wasn't a Christian. He was a Jewish. So he practiced Jewish religion. So Paul said, if we know Christ after the flesh, we don't look at him anymore. Uh So that's why the apostles thought that Paul was against Jesus. But really, he was presenting Jesus after the cross. You do see clear because did angels appear to you and say that you are Jesus reincarnated? Well, two angels in 1973, while I was living in Boston, Massachusetts, they came to me and they they told me prepare because the king of kings uh, and lord of lords is coming to you tonight to anoint you for the ministry i didn't understand the whole concept of anointing me maybe i thought like you see evangelicals does they put they lay hands on you with oil whatever It wasn't like that. When he came, he integrated himself within me. And all of a sudden, you know, this knowledge, this wisdom about uh, the gospel of the uncircumcision and uh, that the true gospel was uh, in those 14 letters of Paul. And then Paul said that when Jesus comes for the second time, he will be teaching according to his gospel. And in 2000 years, I'm the only one who is teaching according to Paul. What do you think about that? There you go. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> There's another. I want to be a rock star. What better than to uh 666 his people are tattooing on themselves. And it know? looks like he's given the tattoos. Look like he was the one who had the tattoo gun. <laughs> that is a I mean that's and no cross crazy. or anything on the front, but his face. Yeah. Like on the front of the building. That's why that's why I kind of mentioned I was thinking <laughs> money on this guy. Oh, yeah. Without Uh, a doubt. I guarantee he's ripping people off. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that (laughs) kind of stuff, like, you know, that's the stuff that that sort of really, you know, so like 
so it was like in late 2006 that he claimed that he was the antichrist uh-huh. right he stated that the term was appropriate because people are no longer required to follow the jesus teachings of jesus of nazareth but rather to follow the apostle paul's teachings through this guy right now according to this guy de Jesus, whatever <laughs> antichrist means no longer following Jesus of Nazareth as he lived in the days of his flesh. Okay. And so followers, the followers showed their support by getting that 666 tattoos on their body. And one of them, okay. One of the followers of this guy, um, actually a woman had it tattooed on her three-year-old son. Oh, Whoa. And and actually there's a YouTube video of the mother holding the child as he was tattooed. Um, this actually apparently was like widely, widely circulated in 2013. Yes, I remember. And, yes, 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 yes. Yeah, and he said 666 is not a sign of the devil. You know, he preaches that the devil was destroyed, but instead is the number of the Antichrist, and that the number is a number of wisdom, and it displays who is really following the truthful words of Jesus Christ. Well, you know who else um, tattoos their followers? Pimps. Pimps <laughs> always put a personal tattoo yeah, absolutely. on his hose, yeah. so he gets all the money. Yeah. That's crazy. Well, I mean, that's fair. crazy. I'm going to put 666 on my body? Right, right. What Just because somebody fuck? says so. Yeah. <laughs> Who claims to be the Antichrist? Right. <laughs> I just, man, <sighs> we gotta, we gotta do a whole show on the people that follow these guys. Oh yeah, we can absolutely. Like we, now, I want to ask you this one. Okay, so this is where I, I sort of went into a little further. Okay, what do you believe about the healers that pull demons out of people? So I'm going to show you a couple of videos. Do that. Right. Do that. The guy's name is uh, Ed Citronelli oh, okay. or something like that. Okay. <clears throat> and according to his website, right, he has miracle crusades of sometimes sixty thousand people in attendance. Right. It says on his website, the sick are healed, the blind see, the deaf hear, the mute speak. The cripple walk, demon spirits are cast out of many, uh, satanic curses are broken, and even the dead have been raised. Okay. So I want to show you a video. Hefty right? promises. And uh, I want to get your, uh, get your thoughts okay. on this. Out, you snake! Ah! Out! Ah! Out! Ah! Let every witchcraft power be broken. Every witchcraft power from his mother's side, from his father's side, going back 25 generations on both sides. I break it. I break it. I break the family altar. I break the family altar. And I command you to go. Out. 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 Go. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. One, two, three. Let this water be as fire in your eyes and in your mouth. In Jesus' name. Fire. 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 
Okay. Right. What the hell? Okay. Look, I want to say something really quick. Okay. <laughs> you know, it, it's really cool that they focus so much on making the microphone available. I know. Right? I know. We're dealing with demons, right. evil, right? right? Those that want to destroy us. But let's make right. sure that the mic's there so everybody can hear it. That's right. That's right. No protection for me or anything. I got this microphone. Yeah. I got to hear the demons speak. Yeah. That is the, the weirdest stuff ever. I mean, <laughs> you know, everybody. I mean, like, uh, it's like is, the guy, yeah. the evangelist on TV at night with his last name, Popov, with his magical um, spring water from Jerusalem. Yeah. And yeah. the lady comes on and says, when I got my spring water, I got a check for $10,000 in the mail yesterday. Yeah. I just believe it's true. Yeah. <laughs> well, check this out. I want to show you something really quick. Okay. This is from his website, <laughs> all right? You can go on there, and you can purchase, right, different things. Of course. Okay? And, um, and so this was something that you can purchase, right? The blood of Jesus protection oil, <laughs> right? It's only seven bucks. Not bad, That's you know? Deal. Um, and uh, the Holy Spirit moved Prophet Ed <laughs> to fast, pray, and consecrate oil specifically for this fear plaguing the world today. The blood of Jesus has conquered all sin, death, and the grave. Therefore, he is able to conquer any virus or fear. Use this oil as a point of contact with your faith that the blood of Jesus is your refuge and fortress as proclaimed in Psalm 91. Wow. He's got all kinds of stuff on his website that you can buy. Oh, you know, you can buy the the oh, holy water and the you know it's probably just like faucet water. You know, right. it's just probably like half pee and half you know. Right. <laughs> they were trying to tell the man, "This is fire, fire." It's like, fire. "Hey, man, act like fire. you're on fire. Yeah, you're supposed fire. to act like it burns." Fire. Yeah. fire. I wonder how much those people get paid. You know. Oh God! I'm telling you, these these people got to get paid. <laughs> They got to either get paid or these people are so desperate for some external answer in their life that they yeah. are just willing to lay there and slither like snakes and not take the verbal cues of <laughs> you're supposed to be on fire. Right, right. Fire, fire. It's like fire, 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 fire. <laughs> Be Beavis and Butthead. Fire, fire. Uh, uh, shut up, bitch. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, out, demon. Out. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's wild, so, man. so crazy. It's wild, man. Yeah. To think of the narcissistic, like, people that, that, just go above all and say, I'm yeah. God. Like today's the day I'm going to do it. I'm going to tell the world that I'm Jesus and we're doing this. So come on, honey. You can sit by my feet and stare at me like a crazy person. <laughs> so they believe me. <laughs> like, yeah. right, I'm going to show you another one real quick. All right. Oh my Bring your cousin, bring your, your family with you. 
we gotta go. You're leaving everybody. Jesus said we had to go. Out. Shut up and come out. <laughs> Shut up and come out. Let's go. <laughs> out in the name of Jesus. Go. 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 Out. All of you. Rape. Abuse. Mental depression. Everything. Failure. Every one of you. One, two, three. Stick with us. <laughs> that's all. That's all. That's a blanket. That's freaking amazing. That dude is good. You know, he's guy's good. good. Yeah. Hey, I want to say something. I was thinking about this when I was watching these, right? So this guy apparently is attracted to demons. I mean, okay. If I'm looking at this, these demons are fucking idiots. All right. Oh, yeah. Because why would you go to a church? Why would you <laughs> go here to this place where this guy is going to rip you out of it whatever they do right, right. <laughs> why, why would you you know if you've taken a body hostage why would you go there <laughs> right did the body outsmart you <laughs> yeah I, was, I kept thinking about when i was watching because there's like so many videos of this guy doing oh, this I like dude, like damn you've got like I how do you imagine. i've never seen one of these freaking people right yeah. i can imagine because this is the kind of shit that comes on late night tv that people stay yeah. up and watch because they're desperate and their rents due and their yeah. fucking power's about to be turned off and and of course it's got to be a demon can't be me you know not working or figuring out my money or anything it's got to be a demon <laughs> yeah <laughs> I thought that stuff was so funny, man. I'm like, oh my God. Like, and I was just, those are just like two small pieces of them. But I mean, they've got like the full, long freaking, and like the the (laughs) demons talking. And it's like the epitome, like the exorcist talk, you know? (laughs) (laughs) The guy on the ground is like, yeah. (laughs) I'm the demon. I will kill you. He's all That's crazy. Come out of there. <laughs> that up. stuff is so insane, man. You know, it's wild, bro. It's really, really wild, and it makes you think to yourself, like, it's, why are people sad. so desperate? It is. It's sad yeah. for those people, but yeah. these narcissists that take advantage of these people, like they, yeah. they know. Like, there's yeah. no way you don't know that you're full of shit. Yeah. Like, there's well, just ben- no way. Benny Hinn's another one. Oh, come on. Yeah. Oh, you know? yeah. Oh, I mean, that guy just milks people. Oh, you man. Know? Oh, man. Um, been the doing promises it of everything. Ever. He's been doing it forever, you know? And, and the thing about it, what people don't even realize is that the power of your own belief is massive. Massive. Oh, yeah. And, you know, people make themselves sick every day. People make themselves better every day. It's the power of your belief. And these, these fuckers know that, man. Yeah. They're there to manipulate everything they can from you. Yeah. We're talking about little old ladies giving money and sending away for old Reverend Popov's, you know, oh. fucking spring water, which is like you said, comes out of the faucet in the right. damn church lavatory yeah Yeah. i mean that that's the thing like you know i mean i believe in god you know these people are false prophets absolutely i mean i mean because you can't make sense of it no and they can't truly have a belief system at all like 
Like yeah. they can't have any type of belief system. And if they do, then the power of their own belief of their own bullshit is, yeah. you know, because you know, he, yeah, on his, you know, on his website, you know, it was like, it was like healing the blind, raising the dead. I could not find any videos. None. None. Of him I, was raising the dead. Were, I was hoping you were going to show me on raising the dead. Dude, I, I, I searched that. for it too. You know, I'm <laughs> like, where the hell is this dude's raised right? from the dead? You know, that it's again, just another ultimate. one. Like I can say it on my website. So it's <laughs> got to be real. It's got to be know? true. Yeah. <laughs> it was on the website. It's got to it be says true. It on the website. <laughs> Okay, you so had here's one the of those. We'd all write checks, man. Yeah, We'd all write yeah. checks. <laughs> so here's the final thought I had: mm. was the people who put someone else like a god, mm. and then the people who eat this up, which is called narcissism. Who do you think I'm talking about? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Check this video out, and then uh, I'll talk for a second on it. We all know this guy. I am the chosen one. President, I know there are people that say, you know, you, you said you were the chosen one. Uh, and and I, I said, you were. Explain why you say that God has given President Trump the authority to attack North Korea. The Bible, especially Romans 13, does give President Trump moral authority to use whatever force necessary, including assassination or even war, to topple an evil dictator. Sorry to chime in again, uh, but I wanted to touch in real quick on what he had talked about with Romans 13. Now, we have to always remember that one side, if it's true, then it has to be true for other sides also. I mean, that's kind of just the way it is, right? And what is Romans 13? Well, it says, let everyone be subject to the governing authorities, for there's no authority except that which God has established. So the authorities that exist have been established by God. Okay, I wanted to actually just touch on that, and it does go down uh, further on that. But if Trump was put in by God, then it only makes sense, based on Romans 13, that Biden has now been put in by God. So you can't sit on one side and say that, and then probably dispute this on the other side and i'm sure there's an argument against uh this in this matter so anyways i was just thinking about that this election no question i believe god's hand was in it i see the greatest president in history of course he is he was chosen by god to say no to president trump would be saying no to god he you really believe that god divinely interjected himself into the, the the campaign and actually chose donald trump to win I absolutely believe that because I'm a Christian. If you're a believing Christian, you understand God's plan uh, for the people who uh, rule and, 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 and judge over us on, on this planet in our, in our government. He's authentically, whether people like it or not, has been raised up by God because God says that he raises up and places all people in places right. of authority. It is God that raises up a king. Trump's the best president for Israel in the history of the world. And the Jewish people love him like he is the king of Israel. They love him like he is the second coming of God. Of course the president's not the king. The president's far more powerful than the king. The president has the power that kings uh, have never had. He's a very, very powerful office, and the framers wanted it that way. So that one always get, got interesting to me, you know? 
yeah. was a guy, I, I didn't have the video of it. I should, I, I should have put it up though, but there was a guy who was, who said, um, you know, if, um, if Jesus came down and, and told me something, I'd have to go ask Trump to make sure it was right or something like that, you know? Oh my yeah. <laughs> and it's like, what the hell? Like, wow. You know, and this just boosts his narcissism. Of course. You know? Absolutely. I mean, I'm the chosen one, you know? Absolutely. And what would you expect him to say? Nothing less, but it's these other folks. These are the, uh, oh my gosh, like, man, I just, I, I yeah. don't understand. I don't crazy. understand. It's super crazy because yeah. every one of those guys and even the ladies that they look half plastic, they even, they, these these are slavers back when we owned and beat slaves. Because remember, we used the same damn Bible to make sense of that, didn't we? Yeah, we absolutely. sure did. Yeah. And so. Well, they, you know, everybody always keeps saying like the Republicans too, like, you know, when, when it came to Trump, you know, um, you know, everything happens for a reason. Well, obviously, God wanted Biden to be president now. Well, exactly. Well, I believe that that is true. Everything does happen for a reason. And God did do that so that it could break down our political yeah, but, system. Right. But they will only ridiculous. say that about they'll only say that that one side will only say that about exactly. Trump, they'll only know? say that about their chosen one. Right. And then because he lost, then all of the people that supported Biden went right. against God. Exactly. Everybody's against God, but they don't yeah. see any bullshit there's no bullshit detectors in any of that no none whatsoever there, there should, there's there yeah that's that's where I, that's where we come from that's where, that's we, where we come into that's play that's where we come in <laughs> <laughs> and we We're call the bullshit, bullshit on the bullshit that's you know? right we that is right yeah. we call and we bullshit. do it like and what's interesting though like and you know like when i when i edit our shows and put you know the stuff together and everything you know, it, I love the shows, you know, I really do because we make sense. Like we take the things that, you know, the arguments, but we, and then we look at them from a common sense standpoint that this doesn't even make sense. Doesn't this even can't make sense. Make sense no. You know, and, and we're able to see it. We're able to see it outside of the emotional connection that people have to this stuff. Absolutely. You know? man. And again, I'm not, you know, it's like, I don't like Biden, you know, I don't, you know? And, and so, nope. I, I mean, I think Biden, you know, I'd, I'd probably say I like Biden more than Trump. Oh, well, absolutely. <laughs> but, Without um, a doubt. But I, I, you know, I have not been impressed by him, no. at, you know, with, with a lot of stuff. Um, sure. But, um, but, you know, again, I, you know, <laughs> it's, it's funny, my, you know, my wife and I have talked about it too. It's like before Trump, right, was president like three quarters of the country didn't give a fuck about politics. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Like I didn't care at all. I mean, I just like, I, you know, right. I was like the shit that happens. I'll just, I'll just, you know, uh, hope the president does good and right. just live my fucking life. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. And, uh, and then all of a sudden like Trump becomes president and it's like, holy shit. It's like yeah. in your face exactly. all the time. Yes. It's you like know? a constant walking around. Like what the fuck? Yeah. And that is because we are, and this is the point of the, of what we even talk about here. The reason we can look at this shit so logically and, and, and have this type of just like 
opening to all this is because it's an awakening. Like this is a time where the consciousness of the collective, like we are awakening to find and yeah. see bullshit. Like this is the time where yeah. we call bullshit and yeah. it's got to get so fucking ridiculous. But still those same folks that just sat and said about the chosen one, they've been pushing for their own agendas, the, the exactly. white rich agenda since the America began. I mean, that's all it is. That's, that's, it. that's the whole deal. I mean, most of those people, I don't know. I don't even know if they believe in God. I mean, it's like, you know, like Trump, you know, everybody's like, Oh, he's a Christian. And no, he's you know, dude, give me a break. That's the, I, I didn't know that's the way Christians acted. Jesus. Well, you know? I do because I live in the South and that's like the majority of them here. Yeah, but are, they are, they real, like are they really Christians? Though? Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> They're slavers. I call them all slavers. Yeah. Trump's yeah. never. When did Trump step in a damn church, man, to get a photo yeah. op with the camera? Ooh, exactly. Like, I mean, exactly. Don't give a shit. Yeah. No. I mean, he's even made comments, said that, you know, like. You know, he doesn't have to ask God for forgiveness because he never right. has done anything wrong. You know, right. I mean, he's made that exactly. statement before. It's like, so you're saying you're perfect. Right. And you nobody, know? they just, they just scroll over that shit. Yeah. They just sort of move on, you know? Right. Just like, we didn't oh. hear that. Yeah. No, he, Who said he didn't. That? That's not what he meant. Like, like he meant. I remember like uh, when he said, uh, oh, like, you know, like I'm the chosen one. Right. And yeah. I was, you know, talking to different people and, and they're, you know, they're just like, oh no, he was just kidding. He yeah. was making a joke, a joke you know or like the you know i can stand on fifth avenue and shoot somebody and no i wouldn't lose a single supporter that was just a joke you, you know you kind of sensitive thing. democrat yeah. you yeah, yeah, yeah that's just a joke you don't yeah. know how to take a joke i and personally i i <laughs> thought it was i didn't care you know like again i don't really give a rat's ass about I you know, really I mean, I look at I look at all politicians as is absolutely all there is agenda based and manipulators. It. They they don't care really care about their no. people. They care about no. them, um, no. and it's evident in everything they do. Yes, you know, man. it's yes. it's to get reelected to make sure they stay in in you know in whatever seat they're at. That's um, it, and uh, they can't go against you know who voted them in because then they're going to get voted out so absolutely you know i mean that's politics you know that's it's it. like it's it's you know if you you know you hate this area here we hate transgenders we hate gay yep. people so everything that <laughs> our policies are going to be yep. you know everyone hey i got a question this was funny to me i was thinking about this right so you live <laughs> in a state where where uh they were pushing that whole thing of like you, you have to go to the bathroom of the gender yes. that you were born yes Okay. Yeah. So this is interesting to me. Okay. So you, for instance. Okay. Mm -hmm. So there were, I was watching something with, uh, yeah. So Ted Cruz and he was talking about like, you know, you know, about, about that issue, you know, about this whole idea of bathrooms, you know, like, you know, do you want, uh, you know, do you want a man going in where little girls are going to the bathroom and stuff like that? Okay. Well, check this out, right? So if you've got a transgender that looks like a female that goes in, okay, but then you got you, okay, you look like a guy, right? right. <laughs> and so people aren't going to know the fucking difference. Right. You know, so right. you're going into the female bathroom, you look like a guy. Right. Um, so how is this making sense? That argument? It it doesn't at all. That's always been my argument is if I go into the female bathroom, goatee, yeah. beard. You got to carry a I'm, sign. 
Uh, right. I what, do. I tape my driver's license yeah. or birth certificate. Yeah. I, to was, my chest? I, w- I was. I was. I was a woman. I'm, I, I'm supposed to be in here. The law says I must. I am the guy in the bathroom with the little girls. Like I'm getting my ass beat either way. Exactly. No, that, either fucking way. Yeah. And yeah, that's the whole that's the whole thing I thought about when I heard that. You know, I'm thinking like, wow, what the fuck? That doesn't even make sense. I know. You know? See, that's why I don't support the cancel culture as far as Dave Chappelle goes. Dave Chappelle made the greatest argument. He said, I don't want to be standing next to a six foot seven woman and have her whip out. <laughs> it makes a bigger sense. dick than he has. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> <laughs> right i'm like don't cancel him he's telling the fucking truth man. no at, like, that's you know what, the truth I, yeah i mean as, as i i stand on, on freedom of speech i don't think we should cancel anybody you know absolutely not we, we got we got you know we got that our that our last episode booted yeah. off youtube you know yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah so freedom of speech is not real <laughs> yeah. so it is on my website though as everybody can see we're actually having fun with this i think yes. we just kind of just keep having fun uh this year <laughs> that's right we're not against mormons or no, or we do make fun of creatures them. absolutely if it's laughable it's laughable yeah. but i that's laugh at I'm myself saying. too so i Every make fun day. of myself you, know? <laughs> you better believe it <laughs> yeah so that's what we need more of in the world is we need yes. more people laughing at themselves we can yes. laugh at them they can laugh right. at us <laughs> they can laugh at us. They can laugh at us. They can laugh at, <laughs> can laugh at me anytime. I don't care. Absolutely. You know, it doesn't Absolutely. doesn't doesn't take me down. No. You know? No, man. I want to thank everybody. This has That's been right. a fun show. Walk a mile yes. in my shoes. Again, please check out my other shows, my other show, Walk Um <laughs> High Wall Clean. <laughs> and uh, and then also my have my radio show That's right. uh, every Saturday at 10 a.m. Pacific. 12 p.m. Central, 1 p.m. Eastern uh, on Johnny Rock and Roll Radio. And check out Lona's show. That's right. You can check out Recovery Soul Food live every Saturday night with some amazing guests this time. And if you haven't already, go to your Apple App Store, your Android, Google Play, and download the Sober app. It is absolutely the biggest and best thing to hit the sober community. If you are ready to build your recovery lifestyle and you want to do it with some fun, some information, inspiration, and motivation, then head over and get your sober app. Today, you can find me, LC, and Recovery Soul Food in the sober app. It's been an amazing time, man. Yeah, right. that was like a that was a cool commercial you just gave. That was a good commercial, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> okay. We Thank love you, you all for yes. tuning in to Welcome Out of My Shoes. We'll see you in two weeks because, again, we're doing these episodes every two weeks uh, because it takes a lot of time and I got so much other shit that I'm doing. Right. So <laughs> we will see you then. Thank you for watching. That's right. Hit all the buttons, all the cool yes. buttons. Subscribe, like, bell notification. See you all next time.